and that the word does not need us to come continue repeating the same thing over and over that the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost that dwell in that word want us to get to a place where you said the same way God when he spoke out in the universe to create heaven and earth he said let there be light and there was light he didn't say let there be light 10 million times he said at one time and God said he want us to get to the place that we know him and we know his power. We know his character. We know his faithfulness. We know God would not, know his word would not return into him void. That we have this embedded so deep in your spirit that when you speak the word one time, you will be like a farmer. You will go to sleep and not worry about the word anymore. The farmer planted the seed in the ground and he said the earth has already know what to do with the seed. So I cultivate the land and I plant the seed so why should I stay up all night long and watch the seed? God people, God people have to get to the place where you speak that word one time. Don't play with it. You know, don't get to it, teacher. Have you noticed that certain time you speak the word one time, you see results just like that? And then you wonder, what did I do? How did I do? Where did I step? But then again, you speak the word, you keep playing with it, you keep speaking it over and over. You keep thinking that you have to keep cultivating. But see, sometimes when you know that it's definite, you can do about it. Only God can make the difference. You speak it one time and it comes to pass. Have you been there? You try to figure out what step did I take? <laughs> what did I do? God said you spoke it one time and you left it alone. So that's where we want to get to that place. And before we get to that place, we need to do something with your mind. <laughs> do something with your thinking. See, if you think wrong, you act wrong, you talk wrong. And you get the wrong results. So the Bible was given to straighten out our thinking. Teach us how to talk. The word. He said we are to live by this word. We are to walk by this word. This word has become a part of us. And the Bible says in the word. I know it says in him. He is the word. We live and we move. And we have our beings in the word. God people that live in his world. He created a Bible. or instruction for us to live by. So that we can have what? Victory every day. Defeat was not created for God's people. We were not created to worry. Amen. Amen. This Bible does not teach me to worry about anything. How much shock on a little This Bible teaches me to stand up in God-given image and proclaim what God has done. This Bible don't teach me that I have to be defeated. This Bible teaches me that I am an overcomer. That greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. This Bible teaches me nay and all these things I'm still more than a conqueror. This Bible doesn't teach me to complain. This Bible teaches me to cast all my cares upon God for he cares to me. This Bible don't Teach me to let my life be full of anxiety. No. Teach me victory. He teaches me to say, but, but thanks be to God, which always give us the victory in Christ Jesus. This is what he teaches me. Let not teach me to complain. I don't know what your Bible was teaching you, but if you're reading the same Bible that I have been reading, it don't teach you to complain. Teach you to stand still. 
and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh God. That's all I know is the words, you know. It is amen. That's it. Amen. Well, that just preview what's gonna come up. You know how they show you what's coming up, they coming up in TV. <laughs> This is what's coming up in 2024. Amen. Amen. So get ready to cultivate your mind. And, you know, stop bugging God when you ask for something with the same old thing, like though he didn't know what you had him for. He already said, I know what you have need of even before you asked me, before you was created in your mama's womb. I knew your life that you were going to live, you were going to have this problem. It's no, no surprise to me. But you made a decision that's going to cause problems to come in your life. <laughs> but I sent the Holy Ghost to help you. Don't worry. Be of good courage. Chill. <laughs> okay. Let's turn to your vowels to uh, Proverbs 18 and verse 21. Let's read that. It says, uh, uh, the mind has to be renewed. Mm -hmm. The Bible said in Ephesians 4.23, it said, be renewed in the spirit of the mind. You have to do something with your mind because victory and defeat starts in the garden of your mind. So in order for this, you to speak the word one time, you have to do something with your mind and with your thinking. Those two things that I have to really pound into your spirit until you understand that I have to start thinking negative. I have to think on positive things. Yes, there might be negative things all around you, but that they give you a license to think about them. They give you a license to speak the positive things. And the word of God is the positive word that we are to teach. Speak. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Okay, I guess you understand that. It's saying you can speak death and you can speak life. But if you love to speak negative words, what you're saying is still a positive word, you will eat the fruit of defeat, negative word, destruction. And we will go further into this teaching because you know, we are, I constantly myself said this, that death and life in the power of your tongue. But you know, now I need to go into the depths of this. I need to pay this a visit. We need to talk about this. We need to see this and understand for real that death and words and life words are in the power of my tongue. And when I speak these words, the Bible says you should have whatsoever you say. So we only think about the blessing that God's talking about. He's talking about those negative words that you speak out of your mouth. You should have those as well. And God's word does not just stay in one little corner. It goes across the board. Today the Holy Ghost you know, I, 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 oh my God, there's so much teaching that we're going to be doing in 2024. And another one that we're going to be doing is teaching you the Word and the Holy Ghost. How they work together. The Word and the Holy Ghost. Okay. So that means that you have to come to church every Sunday. <laughs> you said, well, I watch TV. Maybe you blank it out that Sunday. All the good teachers, you'll blank out and give you some of the old. 2023 teacher. You know, I'm just kidding. Okay. 
the power of the day the Holy Ghost is will as focus on the power of the tongue. I think every person in here, every person that listens to this broadcast, I believe you have a tongue. I'm not asking you to prove to me that you have one. You have one. <laughs> Let somebody cross your path. You'll find out whether you have a tongue or not. Amen? Amen. Okay, the power. Uh, Proverbs 18 and 21 is a spiritual principle which cannot be changed or broken. Defeat and victory are in the power of your words. See, it's not the tongue, it's the words that you think, and your tongue form and shape the words and speak the words that you think. The tongue is actually is innocent. <laughs> tongue said, don't fault me. I'm only speaking what's in your head and what's in your mind and what you're thinking. Why are you always jumping on me? No, you give me the power. See, the power of the tongue comes from your words. The words are powerful. Words have caused people to be in their grave today for speaking the wrong words. Words have caused many divorce. Words have caused many broken fellowship, friendship. You said the wrong thing. Words, spiritual words, natural words, they all possess power when you speak them out from your heart. You give the words power. You speak power into the words. Have anyone ever said anything to you that you got highly upset? What? They said a, a word to you. Yeah. And the power of what they put in that word affect you. Yeah. You can speak kind words. So oh, you so nice and you look good today. How do you think? <laughs> thank you, thank you. This is what I said. God, you must have dressed in the dark. There's <laughs> some way that you walked out that house without knowing that your hair over your head, different colored shoes on. And my God, you got on different colored socks. What would you say? You know what you know you need to do? Mind your business. If I want to wear different colored socks, that's my business. If I didn't want to brush my teeth or comb my hair, that's my business. You don't have to look at me. Words. Words. Power are in all words. There's not a word that exists without power that comes from you. How do you get that? You words. If somebody said, do you take this lovely white woman to be your, your wife? If you don't say nothing, nothing. Well, do you? <laughs> You have to speak what? Words. Words. It's caused you to be done together. Do you think this is my husband to be your? Words. You see? And words bind you two together. Words. And guess what? Words can do what? 
Separate you. Defeat and victory comes from your what? Word. You defeat yourself. See, the enemy has, has no power, have no power. We defeat ourselves with our words that we speak. We declare that the devil is doing something. How can we declare that? And knowing that Colossians 2.15 and God's fall, Satan of all his power, made a show openly out of him. How can he have any power to defeat us? You know what's going on? The words that we speak out of our mouth, mouth uh, we give it power. That's why God said death and life are in the power of your tongue. And they that speak death, they that speak life, shall eat the fruit thereof. That's a principle will never ever be changed because principles in God's uh, words are what? Spirits. Spirits, like I was saying last week, spirits always have a beginning but not an ending. Death and life spirits will always exist. As long as the world stands. And you have a choice to speak either one. It's up to you. It's not up to the devil. It's up to what you think. It's up to what you reason out. It's up to what you feel. A lot of times your emotion make you speak words that you should not speak out of your mouth. But you, your emotion push you. If you have an issue, sometimes your emotion push you to say things that you know is not right, but your emotion will push you. And when you say words, a lot of times it affects people's life because they can sense the venom that's coming from your words. Sometimes you might can say a nice word, but look at what's in that nice word. Do you know that? I know I can. I can whatever you said to me. I know where it's coming from, a good spirit or bad spirit. Even though the words sound good, but what's motivating you is wrong. Defeat and victory come from your words. You defeat yourself with your words. Oh, I thought it was the devil. How do you, what made you think that? You, all the time we love to think the devil is doing it so we can excuse us from doing it to ourselves. You know, if the devil had to come in here today, he would stand up on his pulpit. He said, I want to have one message to everybody. Why do you keep putting everything on me when you know that your God and your Lord Jesus Christ on that cross stripped me of all his power, all my power, left me powerless? Why do you keep telling everybody that it's the devil's business? I don't have any work. I'll have any days who want to sign me up. <laughs> I know y'all be throwing shoes and everything. Up here. <laughs> Words. Proverbs 6 and uh, verse 2 says, let's read that. Proverbs 6, verse 2. Thou art snared in the words of thy mouth. Huh? Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. <laughs> that says, on the, on the Amplified Bible, it says, You are taken as any net 
by the words of your mouth. Not what I said is what you said out of your mouth because my words cannot affect you like your words can. But you can know my words are molded with the wrong spirit. But it's up to me to let it affect me. But your words work against you, to defeat you. Then the Bible says that you are taken as in a net by your own words. That means it catch you, trap you, trap your emotion, trap your reason in a net. And all you can do is reason out different things. You, 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 you imagine the wrong thing in your head. You, you see yourself failing when there's no failing around. But your own words paint a picture. You notice that? We have great imagination because God given us the imagination not to imagine his word, not to, well, nature, everything that God given us to use, you know, we allow our mind to use it against us. God has given us this imagination. We, our imagination will never be taken away from us. But we have to imagine the right thing. Because you imagine the wrong thing. You can, you know, your head get a thought in your head. Well, you know, I, I can just shoot that person. That thought come, right? Then you imagine seeing them dead. Mm-hmm. I see them now. Mm-hmm. So you paint a picture, and you figure, how can I do this without going to jail? <laughs> Maybe I get a hitman. You think they'll trace it back to me? Then I have to kill the hitman. <laughs> and you start seeing it. Have anybody been there? I'm just using that as an example, but you know how you can imagine things in your mind and you yeah. can see them. But this is a negative thing, the thing that brings you to destruction. You will respond to what you see in your imagination every time. Have you been there? That's why you can take the word of God. By his stripes I'm healed. Come on now. I see myself here. Amen. I see myself walking. Amen. I see myself free. Amen. Imagine you're healed. Come on now. Amen. That's why you have an imagination. The words were given for us to look at this word. And you see, okay, healing is in this word. If healing is in the word, imagine this word healing you. Use your imagination for your benefits. Don't see yourself being defeated. The Bible said, whosoever, whatsoever is born of God is an overcomer. He said, and this is the victory that will overcome the world, even our faith. So if you up against a defeated situation, a negative situation, just look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm an overcomer. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going down, I'm going over. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm not painting no picture of failing. I'm painting a victory picture. Wow, I'm born of God. And the Bible says everyone is born of God overcome the world. So you paint that picture. I'm born of God. Not only am I born of God, guess what? I am his dwelling place now. So victory dwells in me. Hallelujah. Oh, cool. Glory to God. And they sing the song, His Spirit dwell in us so that we can walk in victory, right? 
victory dwelling in you. Each one of us, you listen up today. You housing around your victory. It's dwelling you. Then the Bible said, know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost dwelling your body. You are God's temple. He said, you are not of your own anymore. You have been purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your member, which is of God. Thank God Almighty. Not of your own. Defeat is not an option. We was born to win, never to lose. You speak your own losing words on your own self. You say, I've been doing all this to myself. Well, I thought it was the who? <laughs> we like to put all our failure on the devil, right? Yeah. Said, said, look, Jesus, I know you don't not let me stay up here for a minute, but let me, why do your church folks always blame everything on me when they're doing it to themselves, Jesus? I don't understand that. Then you tell them that in Jesus' name they can cast out devils? So if they can catch me out, how can I do something to them? Well, the sister Thomas used to say, something wrong with that picture. Why do we claim that, why would, wouldn't, in some case, we said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I'm piling you up. I pull them out of stronghold. I cast down imagination. Then the next day, the devil is busy. <laughs> Y'all come on, you might want to come on and get it. And we come up all in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have a victory. Tell me who can stand against us when we call on that precious name. And that name is what? Jesus. 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 <laughs> Then the next day you complain. You know, <laughs> you know, the devil is always what? Always wonder who keeps signing him up. Do he knock on your door every six o'clock in the I'm on duty, six o'clock. Let's get I'm here to bug your mind all day long. I'm here to keep you upset all day long. I'm here to do my job. That's my job. You said I was busy. He loved for people to say that the devil is busy because he's a hook at my boss right there. Yeah, I can get some work there. And he gonna bring all his friends seven times worse than him. He said, I find out where we can get a job. <laughs> Sister Juice and John Doe is hiring today. It's a reality. It's how we walk through life, knowing who we are, knowing that 
we are more than a conqueror in God, knowing that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord according to the of his purpose, knowing that the Bible says God is God spared not his only begotten son, but given, delivered him up for us all, how he shall not fight God with his son, freely give us all things. Freely give us all things. Why are we complaining when all things not in reality yet? Just wait. He said, they that what? They that what? Oh, that's a bad word, isn't it? But it's not like patient. You know, we don't like to wait on nothing. That's why we have microwave ovens in our house, microwave desert. Every update one and cook food fast, we buy it. You notice that? And all them gadgets. But you know, you know, mankind don't like to wait. They don't like to wait on the light. Some people skip the light, and sometimes that'd be the last time they skip a light. People are in their grave because they don't want to wait. He said, "But I got the patience of Job. It's nobody that I'm listening to this broadcast today or they sitting out there have the patience of Job. But you would have to lose everything. Then you might backslide." Don't ask me or ask God to put you to the test, but God already knows. You're a worthy church. This is not the better way. I, I just want to shock your mind. Yes. To wake you up. For you can think. For yes. you can think. What am I doing? That God, God has given me everything that I need. I'm the power, the word, the spirit. Everything is given to me in a package. What in the world is wrong with me that I have to keep thinking that I don't have everything? Then the Bible said, in Christ Jesus, we are complete in him. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. I have everything. We just don't like to live through situations and problems. Hey, the Bible said, in the world, you're going to have these things. He said, in the world, you're going to have trials and tribulations and difficulty and problems going to come up. He said, well, be a good courage. I have overcome all of these things. What you mean, God? Read the word of God. He tells you to be a good courage. Everything is all right. God said, I have overcome everything. Why don't we believe the word over what we feel sometimes? God says, my people will believe me like they believe all these negative words. Oh, he really happy. You believe every word over God's word just like that. They don't have to write a book you believe in. Because you emotion control. It's nothing wrong with your emotion, but when the word of when the when the word of God does not just work in your emotion, when you allow yourself to be motivated by I feel, I feel like I'm gonna make it. Well, I guess what tell you you're not gonna make it. Why? And you feel it. That's real to you. You know you're not gonna make it. In such a way you speak it out of your mind. We going under. What you mean we're going under when the Bible said we're going over? He said we was what? Uh, overcomer. Uh, look, you know what? Make you overcomer. Not because you know so much word. Not that you love God so much. You know what? You're born of God. And the Bible said whatsoever is born of God is a what? Overcomer. Overcomer. So this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even your faith in God makes you an overcomer. You don't have to go and read nine, nine workshops and all that to find out that you are overcoming. You was born to overcome every situation in God's world. Yeah. I always say you just like the fish. 
You'd ever see a fish going to school to learn how to swim. Huh? No. Have you seen one with books in? <laughs> they call a school a fish, but they're not going to school. That's just what some people call them when they put together. But they don't have to go to school when they were automatic born to swim. We were automatic born to have victory just like this thing. But you don't see them going and uh, maybe I took a maybe I can get rich doing that. Anyway. You don't see dogs going to boxing school, right? Right. They was born to what? Bob from a baby. Woo, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> you, did you teach them that? No. It was built in. What is built in us? God the Father, God the Church, God the Holy Spirit. It's built in for us to have victory every day. Why? 